these podcasts are recorded in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, on Treaty 1 territory, the traditional gathering place of the Anishinaabe, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Dene people in the homeland to the Métis Nation. Our water here is sourced from Shoal Lake 40 First Nation, and I pay my respects to the Inuit, First Nation, and Métis elders, past, present, and emerging. Please note that these podcasts are for information and educational purposes only. Feel free to consult with your physician or your mental health provider before starting or changing any of these wellness practices. And if at any time you experience unmanageable symptoms, please call 911 or attend your nearest hospital in order to find the support that you need. Hi, and welcome to the Journey with Julie podcast. I'm your host, Julie Long, and I believe it's in you to heal, especially when we do it together. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Journey with Julie, the podcast. One of the questions that are often asked in sessions with clients is, why is my body responding? To this situation when everything is okay? And why is it that I, my body's responding when I know and want to respond in a different way? And lots of clients have, in the past have been frustrated by that because they feel ashamed and helpless that their body is, is responding or not responding in the way that they want to. And so when we go through adverse situations or traumatic situations, our body doesn't respond in, this, in the same way because it feels like it's, it's being threatened. And that current situation is overwhelming to our body's ability to respond. And so that trauma, that trauma is stored and processed in a different way than any other event that may have happened that your body is not determining to be a threat. So if you've grown up in an environment that had um, adverse or traumatic experiences and or um, you, your caretakers perhaps weren't always able to show up for you in order to help you feel safe and protected and nurtured um, and, yeah, and being taken care of. So our body will not be able to respond to current life situations because it's going to detect a threat more often than it perhaps may notice in the environment. So our lived experiences create a bank of information that our body uses to respond to our environment. And we call that neuroception. It's how our nervous system detects our environment in order to determine how to respond. And if you've lived a life that has had a lot of trauma that is not processed and it's stuck in time, then your nervous system is going to use that information. And so uh, faulty neuroception is often um, a part of many people's lives that have been through a lot of trauma and that their nervous system is misreading. It's misperceiving the current situation. And so that's why people's bodies respond in a certain way without their control. Because part of us, we have a homo sapien brain, a mammalian brain, and a reptilian brain. And that mammalian brain is responsible for keeping us safe. So it will bypass that thinking brain, that human brain, in order to protect 
yourself from that situation that you find yourself in that your nervous system is detecting as a threat. And there's a myriad of ways that we might respond to threats in our life. Um, Most people have heard the word fight, flight, freeze, but there's also submit, collapse, and fawn. And fawn means to do what others are asking to appease them. Because if you're doing what others are asking, then they'll relax so that you're safe. If you please people, then they won't continue to attack or interrogate or threaten you. And so one way that our body responds is with a sympathetic response. So um, that fight um, and flight, we uh, our heart rate escalates, our breathing quickens, our um, muscles tense, and we have that energy to escape, to run, to fight, to protect. The opposite is when that shuts down and we become immobilized. And that's when we freeze or when we collapse, um, submit and just let go and just do, or fawn to um, do to, to do that people-pleasing and um, protect yourself by um, doing what others you think want of you. And um, so both are adaptive ways to our environment. And some people get frustrated because they're responding now in a way that maybe they responded when they're kids and the way that they're responding as an adult, they feel embarrassed or ashamed about because it doesn't, they're not responding in the way that an adult would, they're responding in the way that a child would. And those adaptive survival strategies that we developed as children in order to protect ourselves, um, the more they fire, the more that they are wired together in our nervous system. The more that we do it, the more of a habit or an autopilot, a reflex that our nervous system has in uh, certain situations. And um, the way that our that mammalian brain works is if it sees a, um, a post-it note or a flag that resembles um, something you see or hear, maybe even that you smell or taste or even a sensation, um, that's enough for your nervous system to react and there is no thought process involved. And that's what can be quite frustrating for people is that they're using a rational mind to to gauge and judge their body's response when their body's response from that limbic mammalian brain is not rational. It's it's survival. And um, sometimes we need to normalize that faulty neuroception and the way that our body responds to trauma. And like Bessel van der Kolk says that the body keeps the score. And in order to feel, in order to think we're safe, we have to feel we're safe. And that's where that interoception comes in, that sensation, those messages that are coming from within, we have to work with our body. Sometimes it's enough to do that cognitive reframing um, with CBT, but sometimes we have to work directly with the body, like in Peter Levine's somatic experiencing or craniosacral therapy or the trauma-sensitive yoga that offers choice and invitations to connect to your body in a way that feels safe to you when you're ready so that you're not violating that um, interoceptive cue that you most likely did growing up because you needed to protect yourself. 
And oftentimes those messages from within your body, it's like the um, fire alarm in your house. If it goes off when you're making toast or frying fish in the kitchen and it starts to go off, some people just take the battery out because the, um, the fire alarm is just too sensitive. And that's basically what our body does when we've gone through so much trauma that uh, we just stop connecting to our body. And then we're not able to read our environment with the information and respond appropriately because our body has kind of taken over for us and is perhaps using old information um, to read the environment and to respond in a way that worked in the past, but doesn't work anymore. And so if you are listening to this podcast, I really encourage you to reach out to someone within the area in which you live to perhaps go and see a body-based practitioner um, or to seek therapy from a therapist who um, addresses your somatic responses and has um, training in how the body responds to trauma so that they can um, help you move through slowly how to reconnect with your body and let your body know that it's safe now. So that neuro, that neuroception is is reading the environment in which you're living in now, perhaps maybe with a supportive partner or with a stable job. And maybe you're not interacting with the people that have um, caused you pain in the past. And so it's time for your body to have a software upgrade. And the only way for that to happen is to work directly with your body. So I hope that this podcast has been helpful. And if you're struggling, please reach out for help, um, either to your loved ones or to strangers online through Psychology Today or your local crisis line or your nearest hospital and um, find that support to um, reach out to connect and calm that nervous system with um, another nervous system that is stable and nurturing and protective. And so I hope to hear you. And so I hope to uh, journey with you again soon. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Journey with Julie. If you feel like this episode has been of benefit to you, feel free to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on my website or on Apple or Google Podcasts. And if you have a question, topic, or story that you'd love to share, I'd love to hear from you please visit my website and leave me a note. If you'd like more, feel free to follow me on Instagram or Facebook, and I'll see you next Tuesday where we'll hear more about how to shift your life from surviving to thriving.